everyone. Welcome back to Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. I'm Anthony Toma, my co-host uh, Junior Binu. Uh, we have Greg Sheena here from uh, TicketFixPro.com. Uh, um, he's here to kind of talk about his uh, brand, um, his uh, his law firm, um, and a lot about his Harleys too. Uh, so this uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Greg. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. Yep. Big homie. Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, TicketFix Pro and uh, what people should know about it, how people get in touch with you, and all that good stuff. So uh, I've been an attorney for about eight years. Okay. Um, we created Ticket Fix Pro two years ago. Basically, what we do is we handle traffic tickets, misdemeanors, and felonies. What most people, they don't understand is that when you take an attorney with you, the judge favors you a little bit better. You, you probably have some relationships with the prosecutors, and um, it ends up just giving you a better deal. Um, it's very easy to upload a ticket. You can go online, take a picture. It goes right on our website. The second you upload it, um, uh, we get a copy. We'll call you after probably 25 to 30 minutes. Oh, nice. That's a pretty quick response there. And also, uh, from my experience, bringing an attorney back in the day, maybe 40 years ago when I got my last ticket because I'm a, I'm a good you know, law-abiding citizen, uh, I, they would cut the line for us too, right? Oh, you yes. Just, it, yeah, so so you save time, you save money, and you save uh, you save a lot of uh, grief. That well, is and, correct. And confusion. To talk about a little, what you're saying is that when I walk in with an attorney, it gives me more credibility walking in. Absolutely. Is is that the big? Because I'll give you a scenario of why I'm asking that. But is is that what you're pushing more towards? As most of the time, it gives you a little bit more credibility. And like Anthony said, the most important thing you get to cut the line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, Instead of waiting around with all the low lifes in there that uh, break the law, shame on you for breaking the law. Um, you uh, you uh, you know, do you get to get get in and out pretty much usually most of the time? Nice. I learned a long time ago. I think I was. Um, when I was like 19, 20 years old, I was driving on suspended license, oh got pulled over, was arrested for that, and then um, and then I had to go back to court. Well, I didn't have no attorney with me thinking, hey, I'm just going to go in, give him the sob story of why and what. Mm-hmm. Omar was with me. He can't yeah. drive and so forth. And um, it didn't go well. No. My car got impounded for 30 days, and I was sitting in jail until Jeez. someone came and picked me up from just the local department in Oak Park. And it was really all because I did not have an attorney. Thought I could save myself. At that time, it was only like 500 bucks, you know, 500. You can get an all in. I passed on that. And man, I never, mm-hmm. ever did that again since that day. I don't care if it was just impeding or whatever. I still would find an attorney to help me out. So, and, oh, sorry. So no, no, you go ahead. So you mentioned driving on license suspended. Now, there's a few things that an attorney would do to help you out as far as clearing your license up. And and getting you your full license, and then he would probably go to the prosecutor and get you the, a better plea that might not show on your record that the Secretary of State might not sure. see. Because if you had a couple drunk drivings, God forbid, yeah. and you got a driving on license suspended, now you can't apply to get a license for another year. Okay. Right? Which is, which, you know, how, how many more driving on license suspenders are you going right. to get? Right. Yeah, see, so there are things you didn't know you didn't know. Yep. And with an attorney's help, They'll uh, put everything out, make sure that, like you said, reinstate your license, get you a license in good standing. It could be a, as little as paying a ticket for, for right. whatever that you didn't pay. So if you don't know what you don't know, then you obviously you know you reach out to somebody that does. You also mentioned uh, 500 bucks. Is that it's not? 
No, well, I'm saying back then when back I was then, 19. Sure. Yeah. But so what's the going rate for like a standard ticket? Well, a driving on a license suspended is a misdemeanor. So that's, it's that's a, a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit um, more serious than a regular traffic Absolutely, ticket. Absolutely, yeah. Going rate on a traffic ticket is 250 to oh, 500. Um, driving on a license suspended is anywhere from 500 to 1,000. Yeah, that's okay. the, that's Well, that's good. Well, let's elaborate on that a little bit. So when you look at this, someone thinks, you know, Ticket fix pro. Okay, ticket. And most people's mind and the conception is that it's a ticket, oh, I was speeding, oh, seatbelt, what have you. This leads into more, right? So you're able to handle things because a lot of times I've seen a standard ticket turns into a felony case, right? Of course. I mean, if if you're not um, good at the plea, plea bargaining, um, prosecutors do it all the time. They amend the charge. So let's say you got pulled over for doing 20 over the speed limit. Yep. Um, you you have a bad record. The officer gives you a break, gives you a 15 over the speed limit. Sure. Now you go in there and you give the prosecutor a hard time. They're going to amend the charge back to the 20 over. <laughs> really? Oh, Meaning yeah. me as an individual, whereas the attorney can come in and smooth things over with the prosecutor? Most of the times, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so what what... In that regards to those situations, you go beyond just your standard ticket because sometimes, again, it could lead into something a little further depending on when you meet the prosecutor and how they're feeling in that in that moment. Of course, of course. What's, what's some of the craziest situations you've seen? Like you either felt like, man, this is going to be a tough one, and then it just ended up just changing around when you got to the prosecutor where somebody was really thinking they were going to be hurting. Well, um, some of the t- toughest situations – are mandatory jail sentences. Mm. And what I mean by that is, for example, if you get a felony firearm charge, mm-hmm. it's a mandatory two-year in wow. prison. So yeah. basically, there's no getting around it unless you get that charge dismissed. Right. Which is one it's, of the... It's all or nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So no matter what, if you're found guilty on it, two years, no negotiations. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's our goal is to get something like that dismissed where in the plea bargaining... You might take a, some other type of felony in order to dismiss it's that felony, right. and because you know, that's the one that holds the so, mandatory jail time. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm driving, and I forgot I, I my CPL is expired. I've got my gun on my hip, and I've go, I'm going to work, and I slow roll through the yellow light, and the cop pulls me over, and I've got that on there. What happens next? Mandatory two year felony. Wow. Serious for an expired CPL? Oh, yes. Yeah, so the difference Shit, is, I'll just throw this in, 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 in light because you may know. If if you have it, like in Michigan, you're an open carry state, for that example. That is correct. So but, if I was, I would have to go old school, uh, bullets in the glove box, gun in the trunk, trunk. Yes. and that's not having a CPL. If I had a CPL and didn't realize it, I'm still shit out of luck, really. You yeah. are, you are SOL, my friend. And, not um, and it's no. not the same old lions either. It is not. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's shit it's, out of luck. It, it's, <laughs> it's sad to say, especially in Oakland County, um, I've seen a 65-year-old um, gentleman get pulled over <laughs> and his CPL was expired by two months. He got a felony firearm. Now, were we able to help the guy out? Yes. I mean, are they I a little so. bit more considerate in that type of situation? Yes. But right. at the end of the day... Um, depending on who the officer is and what happens in the situation. And and a lot of times, too, is the person's attitude. One thing yeah. I must tell you is do not give the officer an attitude. You, you, the main thing in, the best in any ever. stop is 
they're not willing to work with you the second right. they have a little attitude. And yep. even if you hire an attorney, good luck. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, we see attitude. Attitude is one thing, but then we see these this stuff that goes on at the on the news where they totally disregard an officer's orders, and and then guess right. what happens? You know, a guy gets shot and killed, or beaten down, or or whatever. So, just start with respecting the officer. Right, that right that out is of the, gate. the key. That yeah. is the key. So you got key. two people to go up against. You got that officer that arrested you for yep. the situation or re- wrote you up. And then you got the prosecutor who and they're the going to talk don't for, to. Don't forget the judge. Well, the judge, yeah, ju- <laughs> you're right, the judge too. But the two before we even get to the judge is the two that talk it out beforehand. Yeah, of course. And, and those two, if they say things went wrong, it doesn't look good at all. And um, I'll <clears> tell you right now, just with the traffic ticket, it is hard to fight it if the officer does not want to give you a break. It right. is. It is almost damn near impossible. And yeah, because because they can't go against each other. They no. can't. You know, if the officer says one thing, if the prosecutor says, you know, I know Greg, and you know he's you know good, and he's saying his client's good, he, the officer's going to say, no, the guy was an asshole on the fucking road, and that's you know he we're not giving him a break today. He just totally disrespected me. So what about when days like? Let's use a different scenario. As you read in the paper, sometimes in the morning when you get up, they'll announce that Michigan State Police and other local sheriff's departments have grouped up to take on certain freeways and and uh, what have and, and and other parts to be able to give tickets out knowingly that that's what they're aiming to do that day. Speed traps. So exactly that's what I'm going to get to. So when you get to a speed trap, because technically that is. Well, where, why is there such a discrepancy on that? Man, it's a speed trap. I'm going to be able to get off, I've heard. Or, man, it's a speed trap. I couldn't do nothing about it because it was in the right. Well, now, like, um, for example, I was just downtown for court. Yep. Um, speed trap was downtown on Lodge Freeway. They were doing speed traps. They are making it mandatory for the officer to show up to court. Oh, a lot of oh. times in Detroit, you will get away with getting a ticket dismissed because the officer doesn't I'm show sure. up. But now with the speed traps, mm-hmm. they are making sure that every officer is there. And that is just to enforce Lodge Freeway because everybody does speed on, on that highway. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, a store in Detroit. I used to do 100 miles an hour every day on <laughs> yeah. Lodge Freeway. Because you like, woke up early and wanted to get there early, right? And you open at 9, yeah. so I got up at 8, 8.50. Yeah, and had to be there. Showered, brushed my teeth. Well, didn't he really shower? Just threw on yep. a hat, and brushed my teeth, put on some deodorant. Uh, and you got there at 9.05 because yeah, of the Lodge Freeway. Exactly. I used to, uh, Luke Simona had a store in, in Gross Point, and mine was on you know French Road and Shoemaker. So we used to head down the lodge and then down to 94. Luke takes his time, he drives in one lane, goes cruising, cruising. I'm doing 100 miles an hour, zigzag, zigzag, we get to work at the same time. Same time. time. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. There's, no, there's nothing, no benefit to, to speeding. To speeding. You uh, may get to, you know how I realized that? Having apps like Waze. Yeah. When you start the 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 the, the ride out and it's telling you it's Hold on, full. hold on. Don't give everybody that because then he's going to cut into his business. No, well, I, oh, 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 it's, it's okay. Speed your asses off, man. <laughs> speed, speed. But I'm speed. just saying, like when you when you tend to look at the time frame, <laughs> when it, when oh, it yeah, tells you right. to be there at a certain time, and then you punched it and gunned it, and you're yeah, doing yeah, five yeah. to ten over the whole time, and you're thinking, man, I'm gonna get there. You looked at your thing. You saved two minutes. Yeah. The two, whole trip, two, two minutes. minutes. I don't know. I think it's about 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay, okay. That too. Yeah. And you know how much stuff can happen in 10 minutes. <laughs> That's our attorney advising this, by the way, <laughs> so you know. So here's another thing I'm going to lead into because things have changed dramatically in Michigan and across the country. Um, we have had it here for a long time in Michigan that 
uh, any smell of marijuana, anytime they want to say that as a police officer in Michigan, right. it merits a, 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 a search. Um, home, cars, mostly cars, because whatever. I've had people be searched that never, ever touched it in their life, but the officers had the ability to use that as an, as an excuse. Um, now that things have changed, we're wrecked right now. Are you getting cases like that? What about people smoking in cars while they're driving? Now impairment? I mean, yeah. so now, give us a little insight um, on that. As far as the marijuana goes, is officers are now giving impaired driving. Okay. Um, driving while, while intoxicated. How they test? Um, so they're using cotton swabs. Now, there's a big discre- discrepancy on these cotton swabs. But sure. the problem is, and just like any, any type of situation, if the officer writes you the ticket, right. now you have to fight the ticket. Right. So um, as far as it, it goes on nanograms, and I'm sure a lot of people know about it, as, it, it all depends on what shows up. So sure. now they do have a lot of things that test um, and that these tests are all brand new. So it is going to be for the next three, four, five, six years. A very, very, yeah. exactly. So who pays for those tests? Um, well, I mean, they are included in the court costs. And okay. I mean, God forbid, if you do get charged with something that involves driving on, under the influence and it's not alcohol, yep. where alcohol is, is kind of perfected in a way. Right. Um, you are you do have a shot at a trial, but the okay. problem is trials are a little bit more money. Oh yeah, and that's and when, lengthy and lengthy, and that's when people, oh my God, I don't want to spend ten thousand, just take a deal. And so it, okay. it's it depends on every situation. Every situation is different. I've had one uh, this last week. I, I'm watching videos and and the whole police report. Nothing shows up on the video that that is in the police report. So that is something that is going to help us. <laughs> shit is that? And, uh, Isn't that crazy? You know, so. Um, making but, up shit? I mean, that's that's 1% right, of right, police right, of reports course. and videos. So this guy, thank God he hired an attorney. Thank God he paid me mm-hmm. what he paid me. And we, we got Everything good dismissed. video versus um, good uh Good a police report. Yeah. Right, right. That's a chance to dismiss the case, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Or or get him something that isn't gonna give him a probation or or something along those lines. Well, yeah. let's talk about what you just said. You made a um, valid point. Uh you said something that wasn't in the report. Uh I'm sorry, something that was in the report but not on video. Well, let's talk about that. Things have changed now. Is this helping you as an attorney from eight years ago to today? Body cams are now in yeah, place. Yeah, everything is now video video. The eye in the sky is that helping you huge in a beneficial way, and does it also have help in a negative way? It, it helps in both ways. Okay. Um, a lot of times, when you get a client, they are innocent. When we when all are, they, we never did yeah. anything wrong. Still proven guilty. Yes. When, when they fact. when they um, tell me, oh, I didn't say this or I didn't say that. It's now <laughs> it's on the body cam. <laughs> right. So it definitely helps me out when. I say, look. Credibility. I saw um, the body cam. I, yeah. <laughs> I reviewed the is. video. Yeah. Let's watch this together. Yeah. And, um, you know, before you sit there and bother the prosecutor and say something mm-hmm. that is going to get them mad yeah. at us and say, okay, no deal. Plus, you have to you have to keep your your integrity, your 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 reputation intact. You know your credibility intact with the prosecutor, with the judge, with the with the with the system. If you're you know constantly just Sorry. you know spewing out shit, and they got video evidence against it, and you know your clients are pushing you to say one thing or the other, 
you know, you got to sit your client down and say, hey, you know, these are the these are facts. Exactly. This is, you know, and, if and I find a hole, I'll find a hole. If it, I find a loophole, I'll find a loophole. Exactly. Gotta be, we we got to be realistic as as clients Absolutely. too, right? Yeah, you know, we, we have to admit some things that have to be our fault. Well, well yeah. a lot of situations is the trust that as an attorney I build with judges and prosecutors. Right. Exactly. So let's say, God forbid, something happened and we go out of our way and say, you know what? Anthony made a mistake. Yeah. Give him a break. He's going to show us and show you and, and show the judge that this is something that's never going to happen again. Yeah, yeah. When you tell a prosecutor that, when you tell a judge that, hey, judge, you know, Anthony realizes he messed up mm-hmm. and this is something that is not Anthony, mm-hmm. you know, um, depending on the trust that I built with that judge and prosecutor, it's going to go a lot smoother sure, or it's going to have some bumps in the road. Yeah, that's what, that's what the benefit is of you having to done this so long you know? right exactly and hiring somebody with that seasoned you know instead of your you know your little cousin that just got out of uh law school so, that's going to charge you 200 bucks or whatever right i go on to <clears throat> this site right here ticketfixpro.com right what's my first step what am i doing after i got my ticket is there uh, multiple steps depending on the extent of the ticket or is it just based upon the ticket number? Then you sh- they load it up to you. Explain it to us. What we request is uh, you just take a picture. There, we ask about six, seven questions on there, and then it asks for your name, your email address, and a phone number. Okay. It asks for how you want to be contacted. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what you choose, um, you take a picture of the ticket. You can do it on your cell phone. You can upload it on your computer. Cool. Um, whatever's the easiest uh, form for you. Um, the second you hit upload it's sent to our email okay and um we we review it we're pretty pretty good about it um you know if you're sending one at 8 p.m at night we'll get back to you the next day right okay so that's that's for tickets so so, so where do people go if they want to if they want to uh more get a hold of you for for other services and what other services do you provide um well i ha- i we have a number 833-TICKPRO um, that's if you want to get directly a hold of us. And most people now call my cell phone. Okay. So, um, you know, as an attorney, a lot of business is referral based. A lot of people will call me and text me, hey, Greg, can I give your number to this person? Right. This is what happened. And, um, you know, most of that, it's cool. Call my cell phone. I'm I'm there 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. I literally Saturday, Sunday. As the only time I don't like to answer my phone is if I'm out drinking because I'll forget. Yeah. <laughs> um, or or if you're on your bikes. That's true. If I'm on my Harley, <laughs> yes. And I I'll hit ignore and it'll, you'll send get sent straight to voicemail. Don't call me twice. Leave please. a message. Leave a Leave message. Leave a message. Yeah. What what as you um finished college, this was your first step. You wanted to just go be an attorney right off the bat, or is that what your main goal was, or was there some changes as you were going through college? Well, I did take a year off after I finished college, mm-hmm. and um, that definitely helped clear my mind. Um, my father has a couple businesses. I was making some decent money working for um, him, and he, he basically told me, he's like, listen, son, go to law school. Yeah. Don't be a dummy. Don't get stuck here until 11 o'clock at night every single day of the week. I listened to him. Um, it took a few years to uh, pan out. This is my eighth year, and it's definitely, uh, you can see it was a smart decision. Who's your, who's your uh, pops for the older viewers here that they can say, hi, Bert. Anyone brought it, Riaz Sheena. Riaz Sheena. Yes, awesome. yes. And who's, so, who, who's, which Sheena, is, which brothers are his, his brothers? Um, his brothers are Ramel. He's a CPA. Um, 
Ronnie, um, he's a muscle man. Okay. And uh, my uncle Ramas, he owns a couple companies, uh, demolition company and a walk-in cooler line. If you need walk-in coolers, it's called Ramas. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, you already know about him, yep. but. And you guys, uh, you have a few people that are attorneys in your family as well, too. Oh, yeah. Right? We have my cousin Marvin. We share office space together. Oh, yeah. Our office is in uh, my Uncle Ramel's building. That's Marvin Carana? Marvin Carana. Nice. He does uh, tax tax resolution. Marvin's you, actually helped me out with a with a bunch of stuff. Yeah, oh, if, yeah. You ever, yeah. if you ever need any stuff. He's, he's very, yeah, I was going to say, he's got a great story of his own from his personal experiences in life, and he's one hell of a guy, too. So He is one. one you guys I, are a big I, family. I, I, I see the way you guys connect as a family. It's great. We yes. we resemble a lot of that, where we all kind of stand. The first cousins and aunts, uncles, everybody's close, and I see that we, from you guys as we well. We are close. We Every Sunday we get together. That's great. You so know. I hope Marvin's not mad about me sharing this, but he got me a $230,000 tax break. Wow. A couple of years ago, yeah. And nothing wrong with sharing that, buddy. Yeah. No, nothing no. wrong with that. Good but work, Marv. Sure you mention my name yeah. for the referral. <laughs> yes, 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 so that you get some benefit, so you get some benefit off so of it. Tell us about your motorcycles, man, or motorcycle. Yeah, your hobbies, your fun um, stuff we, that you do. I have a couple bikes, uh, Harley-Davidson's. Um, I'm, I'm a toy person. My fiancé says I'm like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. I buy something if it's a car or a bike, and I just spend all my money. Go on all it. Oh, I, I, yeah. Literally. Good. So um, one of them was a night rod special. I've, I've definitely turned it into um, my rear fender is a bat as the tail light. Um, nice. And it's it's definitely got a lot of lot of. I've seen little I've seen your bikes. They're beautiful. Yeah, you Thank guys you ride pretty deep, work. which is cool. That's a good thing. And you said you uh, now have fiancé. Congratulations on that. Congrats. You want to give her a shout out? Thank you. Hi, Natalie. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Wedding soon? Uh, April 4th. Awesome. So, hey, Natalie, you if, you, uh, if you ever want to brag about the guy, it's uh, he's – been the he is the best dressed uh, guest we've had so far. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, <laughs> and and just for the uh, fans, because we all, if they ever hear us, we don't refer to you as Greg. You're a Gigi to us. Thank you, thank you. So, G- where, did, where did Gigi come from? Gigi came from tenth grade. Oh yeah, okay. St. Mary's uh, Prep. Um, it stands for Gorgeous Greg. Yes. Nope. That's so, where I went to, by the way. Did you? Yeah, St. Mary's. Well, that's why we get along. Yes, yes, sir, we do. Yes, <laughs> who did sir. you go to? Uh, who did you go to St. Mary's with? Who were some of the other dudes? That, um, Avis Kaleshu. Okay. Um, Alden Yelda, Paulie Jonah. He's an attorney. Also. Oh yeah, Paulie. big Paulie. Yeah. Um, yes. yes, funny, funny. He's uh, he's uh, now at the Chaldean Chamber, Chamber working with Martin. Okay. Yep. Yep. I'm actually yep. having lunch with him, and but we are. We're having lunch with him in an hour. Today? Yes. Okay. <laughs> at at uh, Baco. So you guys won't see this before him. then. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I will tell them today. So, yeah, we were like eight Chaldean guys. Nice. Uh, you know, you you definitely become a brotherhood. When I started there, yeah. I was like, man, I can't believe my parents sent me yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. I want to see the school. girls. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And looking back yeah. 20 years, yeah. 15, 20 years, you say, man, thank God. That see how they, they sent you there. there. See how things happen, Natalie. Yeah, that's right, Natalie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See how they happen. And for you young men that are now going to these schools now, it's different. When we were going there, we were probably seven Chaldeans total in the whole school. Yep. You know, now you guys are dominating between Brother Rice and Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Keep it up. You guys are going to stick together. Yeah, stick together. You guys are preserving the Chaldean culture and growing with it too at the same time. But. Don't bail. There's nothing wrong with going to these Catholic schools and all that. It's what, what, what I grew up on. Right. Yep. Our Lady of, of Refuge for eight years and then St. Mary's after that. And it's like, 
You know, you just you tend to learn different. You know, when it comes to church and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, big time. Of course. What uh, what is the future of Greg Sheena, Ticket Fix Pro, and the office that you are part of with Marvin? Where's the expansion? Do you need people? Are you hiring at this point in time? If you wanna. Well, we do have two um, girls that work for us. A lot of times when you wanna give them a shout. Uh, hey, Cypria. <laughs> um, and. Uh, a lot of times when you hire an attorney, you want that person mm-hmm. to be in court with you. And um, so it, it's kind of difficult to bring gotcha. along another attorney. Um, it's kind of better to have your scheduling done properly. Sure. So, for example, I, I try to tackle three to four courts a day, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. So that means 15 clients to 20 clients are taken care of on Monday through Friday. And, um, you know, a lot of clients you have to go back for more than once. And, you know, it's all part of getting the client what they want. And any attorney will do that if they're if they're a good attorney. They will go back. You know, let's say, God forbid, you charge somebody just $200. Well, hey, we want them to do some community service to get a better deal. What are you going to do? Not do that? You have to. And yeah. um, that's part of... Um, one of my buddies said it best. He said, for an attorney, just hire somebody that you know is going to go to bat for you. Yes. A lot of times you, you don't, there's not a lot I can do, yep. but just because I'm there, we might pull off 30 hours community service instead of 40 hours community service. Right. Or And I mean, at the end of the day, that's 10 hours. That What is that worth to you? Yep. Yeah. You know, And yep. at the end of the day, that's my goals. Whatever you pay me, you feel like you got your money's worth. So when I was when I was younger and I got in trouble, uh, we were little wild kids, but we didn't do anything crazy or I mean too serious. Nothing. Uh, we're lucky to be alive. Yes. But we didn't do anything. Nothing. Too serious. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> but so when I got in trouble, when I back when I was younger, I used to play like the victim. I was like, oh, why is this happening to me? Why did I? Da, 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 da. <laughs> it used to be. It used to be so agonizing, so stressful, so everything because I played the victim. Of course. If if I would have just which I did later, when I learned later, even though I didn't get in trouble later. Um, when I got in trouble, um, I said, I, it, I did it. I'm going to own it. Whatever right. they say, they're the bosses. I don't care who they are, what they are, what level in the courts they are. Accept if it's, it. If it's, the, if it's the receptionist just checking you in and she has an attitude, I treated her like she was the queen of England because I did it. I took ownership of it. And I breezed through that whole program and all the everything just so quickly and so easily. And it was, I never played the victim after that. It's just, just don't do it. It's not, you're not the victim. You're the, you're you're the perpetrator. Literally. And, um, you know, once people realize that, like you just said, probation goes smoother. Oh yeah. Uh, Right. The the way that a judge treats you. Yeah. Why is this happening to me? It's it's, because you did a few. Right. You You have to accept what you did. And you have to understand that. They see these situations 500 oh. times a day. <laughs> right, right, so right. they see you saying, oh, it wasn't my fault right. 500 yeah. times. What yeah. do you want them to but tell ha- you? Have yeah. you ran into a situation where you knew adamantly as an attorney this person wasn't at fault? This person comfortably felt they knew they didn't. You had everything you felt like in, in your corner, and at the last minute— it just went sour, and everything you did just didn't happen. Have you ran into that, and how did you feel after? Like because your your name is behind that. If if they're in this situation 
And I believe that they didn't did it. Chance didn't do it. I'm yeah. sorry. Chances are they didn't do it. And I don't think we've ever had a situation where it wasn't worked out fairly. Okay. When this person yeah. was really not the the bad person that he was made right. out to be. Right. Right. And I mean, it happens. Everybody makes mistakes. Uh, Those are few and far between, exactly. though. The, the, usually, justice prevails. Justice usually, always justice prevails. prevails. Yes. Usually. Yes. Yep. That's you just want to. You got see. people that go to jail from back in the day that are getting out twenty five years later. That you know DNA cleared them and shit like that. But. That's, I mean, you're, that's far in there today in these day and time, the day and time, this, I mean, they, they get it right. They nine, get it right. 99.999% of the time. Literally. Well, it's, it's tough though. Sometimes the law, I, I've seen it doesn't always work in the favor of the good guy, but at the end of the day. Yeah, you define good guy. Yeah. Right. A, I mean, <laughs> good guy. like Anthony said, you follow their rules. Yep. It's going to go smoother. Sure. You know, um, it's sad to say, but sometimes you know, everything happens for a reason, and yep. you know it might be you might be in a better position by just following their rules. Yeah, that's good. And if people want to find you and locate you yourself, you're based out of Southfield. Yes, twelve mile and Telegraph. So you're pretty central and local for everybody. That you can is be true. able to control both sides and have help for the Chaldeans on whether east or west. How often do you hit uh, Bagel Brothers? Bagel Brothers, um, once. Every couple of weeks. Oh, nice. Matthew and Johnny are, <laughs> yeah, are excellent, excellent people. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. Their food is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. How about Aus? Aus has got his place yeah. over oh, there, too. Nice Mr. Too. Kebab. Yeah, I just Mr. seen Kebab. him a couple of days ago in oh, the yeah. park a lot. That's what I like about him. That, he that, actually stays uh, active in his businesses does, all day throughout the day. Yeah. Yep. He, he really does. Um, you know, um, there's the wing snob, too. Yeah. Brian Shunheel. Yep. Yep. Isn't that crazy? A one corner. Nice. We used to be Cloverleaf was the hottest thing on that Churchill's corner. Churchill's used to be there, too. It's still it, the it did? hottest yeah, thing. Well, well, I'm saying Cloverleaf was like yeah, the yeah. OG, yeah, that yeah. corner. The Chaldean owned. We, I think we brought that up one time, uh, another time on the show. Man, right? man, we used to get the baddest burgers yeah, that were yeah. ever over there in that yeah. little corner. But Literally. then they completely just changed it around. And now you got five Chaldean owned businesses on one corner. Right. And and uh, that's my own. Bar center, 7, too. Center is it? also. Louis. Uh, oh, bar oh, seven. Yeah. oh, yeah. Lucas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bar 7's right. Chaldean owned, too. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. George Sanawi still? Or, um, I don't know. To be I don't honest. know if it's George or not. If it's George, okay. Know. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it's almost five, six plus the plaza being owned by it. Mm -hmm. So that's great. And mind you, that's if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's either the busiest intersection we have in the state of Michigan or the most traffic accidents in Michigan. It's one or the other. <laughs> probably both. Yeah, yeah, probably both. So I think Orchard Lake and Orchard Lake and Maple was the or twelve was, mile was the biggest uh, accidents. accident. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, we don't like those. We'll <laughs> no. stay away from those. But if you ever get into it, you know who to call. Gigi. Yeah. Yeah. If you and have then to. I'll send you to Samalia. Gigi got you. There you go. Anybody you want to give a shout out to that we didn't mention or things that we didn't go over? You want to let the viewers know. Whether it be your Instagram link, your Facebook, or how to just, you know, keep or, things or cool. And don't text and drive, too. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Mom and Dad, for everything you have done. Um, Ticket Fix Pro is very simple. Ticketfixpro.com. A yep. um, lot of information on the site. You can call us. You can text us. Whatever you want to get a hold of us, we are excellent at getting back with you. We are excellent at taking care of you. And we do our best to, like I said, get you your money's worth. And you always will get that with us. And most of the time you can uh, give them an idea of, of what it's going to cost of beforehand, course, right? Of course. Yep. You yes. mind um, giving the viewers, especially the younger generation, some influence? What kept you going through school and then getting you to this point in life? 
or and what a little keeps, advice yeah, to a little advice too. yeah to, to start a business if they want to like yours if they ever wanted to get into it listen to the people that are older than you they know even though they sound like they don't trust <laughs> me when you look back and you just listen that's the main thing is listen yeah. and then think about it in the future you don't need to think about what they said today just listen yeah and have patience and, I swear I just gave this some one of my younger cousins that had the same exact advice yeah. through, through email. He was talking about his dad wants him to do this and this and this and this. And I said, well, listen to your dad. Then. Yeah, <laughs> right. Your dad's right. <laughs> I, I was I was schooled by a woman at, at a U-Haul place five years ago. Uh-huh. <clears throat> she really blasted my cousin and I were standing bumping heads in front of her arguing about size and this and that and then. She of looked the U-Haul? of the U-Haul and okay. all that. We're you don't know, and, and we're just back and forth. And she's looking at us like, "What's wrong with these two? Yeah, yeah. So she stepped in and she said, "Boys, boys," and I said, "Sorry, ma'am, I'm trying to school him and help him out." She said, "Who's older between you two? Oh, shit. A- and I said, "I am." She said, "Listen, he ain't trying to be smarter. He's wiser. He's just had longer experience in life at things that you exactly. haven't had. So we're not smarter." You and I are not smarter than one another, but you are older than me, and you yeah. schooled me on things that I wouldn't have thought or known. And same could go for us as a group of friends. You know, we're all eight, nine years apart from we, one another. We, you hang with a lot of older gentlemen, of too. Of course. We all learn from our mistakes. Yep. And that's a lot of times the only time I preach yeah. is when it was a mistake that I learned from, and yeah. I don't want to see the younger somebody dude. else to make Repeating that mistake. mistake. Right. Exactly. Right. Sometimes yep. they're gonna they're gonna repeat it anyway. Of most, most of the time, they're gonna experience <laughs> it, and experience is, is one of the best teachers ever. It, yes, is. it is. It really is. But yes, listen to your parents always. Always. Yes. As uh, but live your dreams too. Don't you know? You know. Of course. Don't live your dreams for them, but you know. Just don't make the same mistake twice. Exactly. No. You no. know, if you made a mistake, learn from it. Don't do it twice. Otherwise, you're going to be. It's a penalty. Literally. Yeah. That's why they have the habitual offender law. <laughs> literally. Three strike rule. Literally. I'm gonna, so bye-bye. I'm going to steal Anthony's moment on this one. What does it mean, if you could tell the viewers, to be Chaldean? Um, what does it mean the, to you? Yeah, what does it mean to you? I mean, it is one of the greatest privileges um, that you could have. And, you know, it's sad when uh, Chaldeans get treated um, and right away get thought that they're um, Muslim, which mm-hmm. we're not. We're Catholic, and we believe in Jesus. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's one thing that can't be touched. We are a community that, you know, obviously there's always those people that don't get along with everybody. Sure, but we sure. are a community that we stick together, and we fight for each other, and we battle for each other. I'm one firm believer that... I would rather pay this Chaldean an extra hundred bucks than pay that person down the street hundred dollars less. Sure. And and I'm you know you support each other, you get a lot farther together. Strength definitely. in numbers. And you are a proud member of the Chaldean Chamber of Commerce. I I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I used to be, <laughs> right. I'm not gonna well, lie. Well, you will be after today. After today, I'm yeah. sure yeah. my, my two hundred dollar donation is coming. There you go. My <laughs> man. <laughs> I I think you are. I don't know. Probably Mara. I think you already are. I, 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 I know I paid uh, for it a couple times, but yeah, yeah. I don't remember. To I'm be pretty honest. sure you are. I th- I've seen your name out there, okay. that's, or I wouldn't have brought it up. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I don't handle the bills anymore. <laughs> right. oh, that's a good thing. Now you, now you made it. That's when you know you made it. When you don't Set handle the phone bills. bill, I bought two G's flat. <laughs> yeah. No need to worry. My account handles that. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. it. Thank God.
Yeah. And when your accountant is your uncle, you know. <laughs> it's even better. You're on top of him, walk downstairs, hand him the paperwork. Hey, guys, go. I got to go. What's there that? You, there you go. That's how there you do you it. Go. Awesome. Anything else? Yeah. Anything else that we might have forgot? Um, I don't think so. You guys are the oh, best, cool. man. Thank, Thank you for you. having awesome. me. Thanks for coming sure. on, man. Well, this this was a Thanks pretty for fun. Sharing a lot of it. Yeah. Lot anytime, of man. Anytime. Yeah. And yeah. we got to do this. We didn't forget one right, thing. Right. Yep. Didn't forget yep. one thing. Junior's gonna tell you to to uh, go subscribe to yeah. Uh, yeah. the so channel. Subscribe on uh, YouTube with Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. It's good. It's free. Click likes. Um, yeah, click, click the, the likes. likes. Help share us. Get check, out there. Check us out on iTunes. Yeah, and iTunes. Spotify. So you don't. If you can't yep. watch it, you can listen to it. Yep. Yep. You got all those avenues to be able to get to us and uh, and view everything that we're doing. Again, it's really support. That's what we're doing, whether it be for Greg or anybody else, so that you guys can keep up the uh, community strength. Yep. So again, check us out. And and you'll learn something, yeah. you know, just like you did today. You know, if, so if your CPL's expired, like you might've noticed, I was checking mine to see <laughs> when it expired. I yeah. didn't want to get, I didn't want to be behind, behind, by, behind wanna... bars for two years. Or nope. if you don't know your rights, yeah. you got a Gigi Sheena in, you go. in, in your neighborhood now. Give me a call, it's free to ask a question. There you go. There don't you go. be shy. Awesome. Awesome, well, thanks It was guys. great having you, buddy. Thanks, thanks, thanks everybody. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you.